0: Coming live from Destin, Florida, USA are our guests tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have best-selling authors, Angela and Charles Todd. They are the authors of the Money Mike and the Gang book series. And their passion is kids and money, helping them to get familiar with financial vocabulary and how to apply supernatural principles to prosper. And as well in the process, their parents also comes to know, come to know about all the information about financial management. So welcome to the show, Angela and Charles.
1: Thank you. Thank you, AJ. So great to be with you just, you know, across worlds. Uh, and
0: sharing the good news. So uh, thank you for your broadcast. Great, great. Mike you. Uh, so we, I'll come to questions and you both can then either tell about those same questions. you can answer the same questions in their, in your own two different ways or one person can speak. I just need your perspective on different aspects of financial education for children. But first, I needed to understand exactly about your uh, book series, The Money Mike and the Gang book series. How did you people come to this? How did you people come to thinking about financial education for children? And in the process, some education, financial education also for their parents. Over to you.
2: Well, that's a short question with a really long answer. Um, that's yeah, why that's I true.
0: asked for that you people both. <laughs> 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 that yeah. How much time? <laughs> really, no
2: problem. You can make, make it a Long story short. Angela and I were married over 24 years ago. Um, we got into some various, very bad financial problems, had to commit bankruptcy, lost everything we had, uh, lost our cars, lost our place to live. Uh, had to move into her parents' basement because we had nothing. We couldn't even buy diapers for our baby. Um, and most of the time when people come out of bankruptcy, they come out even, they don't have any debt. I still had IRS bills and student loan bills. So I was still even underwater after coming out of bankruptcy. So through that whole process, Ams and I were divorced. Um, fast forward a year or two years later, we were remarried, started a business, And just decided, you know what? The last time we did this, we didn't do it right. So we decided we're going to learn how to handle our money right. We're going to listen to what our parents were teaching us about investing. Uh, We also hooked up with a ministry, Prefield Dollar Ministries down in Atlanta. Because I said, I want somebody who teaches biblical foundation on finances as well, too. I just don't want to know just what a financial advisor has. I want to know what God has to say about it as well, too. And I think you have to have you know combination of those two because you know we have to live in the world regardless. I mean, how doesn't matter how religious you are, you still need to live in the world, you still need to have money, you still need to have all the things. So you can't be so religious that say money doesn't matter because it does. So through that process of getting ourselves educated and starting to apply those principles to our life, we started prospering. And we continued to increase every year and kept getting better and better. Our business was doing better. We started our own 501c ministry. Um, we're just, you know, basically living our dream pretty much. And then we got plugged into, um, through our ministry, into some uh, local church in Southern California. And we started teaching 10-week financial courses. And so the thing that I had to do was put together a whole curriculum to teach people over 10 weeks. So once that was established, we saw great success with the people, people getting completely out of debt in 10 weeks, people having financial breakthroughs, people having, getting promotions in their work, people yeah. starting new businesses, yeah. you know, you just start seeing the fruit that people have yeah. from applying these basic principles to their lives. And so, you know, as we thought about that, one of the things that, I think really hindered us from starting off right, is we never had any education as a kid with finances. I mean, I went all the way seven and a half years of college and had economics and all the different business classes. Not once did I ever hear about budgeting, reconciling a checkbook, or any of the basic things that you really need to know about handling money. We just don't teach it. At they least- hand
1: you credit cards right out of college and they say, Here, you figure it out, but go into debt trying to figure it out.
2: Yeah, that was how I started my first day of college was a student loan to pay for my education first. And then I went to the bookstore to get my books and I got a credit card application. So I got a student credit card. Next thing you know, it's wrapped up and you're just following kind of the kind of some of the worldly perspectives of getting into debt, you know, using debt to leverage to get things. And I grew up in a household where, you know, the cars are financed, the house is financed, the washing machine's fine, everything's, everything's financed. <laughs> the toothbrush
1: you know? is financed, <laughs>
2: So we had a heart to really start to let's start these principles early. Let's establish these early in kids' lives. And I think, you know, these days or any days, really, you can't put all that responsibility on the school or on the education system. So as parents, we felt it was responsible, you know, you have to step up in order to do that. And that's one thing that we did with our daughter is at eight years old, we made her. A employee of one of our corporations and she started paying income taxes and giving and tithing and investing at 8 years old yeah. and you know she's now 24 and has seen tremendous growth is very successful so we tried to apply not only the things that we learned but also our own life uh, experience as well too and I know sometimes you know when I was in college I used to have a professor would teach me something on the subject and they had book but they had no experience at all in it. For example, uh, you know, a business teacher teaching you about how to start a business. And they learned that through that book, but they've never started a business one time. And so we really took our experience and the knowledge that we received and combined that into teaching these people. And then, you know, I had the idea of writing this book series and just really never made the time to do it. And Angela kept saying, when are you going to write those books? When are you going to write those books? I was like, how am I supposed to have time running the company? We got family, we got our ministry, we got all these things going on, you know, excuses, excuses, excuses. And then one day, COVID 19 hit and shut down everything. And, you know, our business went silent. So there's was, nobody was emailing, nobody was calling, there's nothing going on. And I remember that first day, like it was yesterday, we were out on a walk the first day when everything was locked down. And she looked at me and said, So when are you going to write those books? But I had no excuse, and that's when we started the whole "Money Mike and the Gang" series and launching the whole thing. Right, right,
0: Angela,
1: <laughs> yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, was a really long answer to a very short question.
0: Uh,
1: but you right. said something. You said something interesting. He said, "Taking what our parents have have taught us and applying those principles." And isn't that just a thing? It's just sometimes we just don't listen to our parents, um, and we have to learn things the hard way. But I think if we had learned these principles as children, and they were like seeds, that over time it became automatic and just grew supernaturally, which that's what this kind of is. These are are like planting seeds in children so that they – blossom into these huge you know massive oak trees for lack of a better term of just growing and flourishing and that's what the money mike having the money mike book that's what money the is mic. easy is about that's why we made the tree you know we designed it as the tree so it's time, save invest give with the simple principle
0: that's, that's the first book and earlier one that was the second book am i right yes
1: give uh, money as easy as the first book
0: okay right
1: Giving is easy as the second book,
2: right?
1: but the the principles of the tree remains, right? So once you plant these seeds, you'll continue to produce a harvest in your life supernaturally. You will just be led to do making right choices, being filled with wisdom, um, you know, attracting those uh, people in your life that will help you. And that's just, you know, what our series is designed is to plant those seeds into children so that they can become a blessing to their children's children for
2: generations right. to come, you know? Right, right. And that's a really good good point that she made was, you know, doing it while they're early. Because when kids are young, they're a lot more pliable. They want to copy their parents. They want to do everything their parents. They want to talk to their parents. Once they start getting a little bit older, like 10, 11, then it's like they don't want nothing to do with their parents. And they don't want to listen to you thinking you know everything. right? And that's when my parents really tried to start teaching me about investing. I was already in my late 20s. 30s. You know, 20s, 30s, whatever. Yeah. Too, too late. And, you know, I already think, I know it all too. I'm not going to listen to them. What do they know? You know, so you can kind of come against that whole issue by starting the kids early.
0: That's good. Right. Right. So when earlier you started uh, with these fun sessions with the parents and then they started getting their children. Am I right?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. People were, I mean, basically it was the classes were open, obviously to adults. We didn't really have an age limit. What happened is when people started having success and people in the group started sharing their testimonies and people like, I want to bring my kids. Can I bring my kids? It's like, yeah, of course, bring your kids. So we started seeing a lot of teenagers coming into the classes after that.
1: And and the great thing about when he was teaching those 10-week financial courses, I mean, he spent a lot of time putting custom curriculum together for each student. And every class was different. But in, with these books, he basically wrapped that curriculum around, like we wrapped the brand around the curriculum that he had already put out and made it really super easy for kids and for parents to understand, to follow. Um, you know, we have like, I'll just show you a couple things. Little asterisks on the words. Sorry, babe, excuse me. And then it has like a vocabulary and then scripture references that you can go to the back of the book and look those up. Um, so, you know, we wanted to make it a tool, you know, instead of it just being a, a book that you read, which is great. But like here in the back of the book, there's like the, the term getting kids uh, familiar with financial vocabulary and then the scripture that backs it up. So we wanted to make it comprehensive and, uh, as a tool for like parents and teachers and youth pastors. And so you're not just, you know, reading some big fun thing. Yay. And then you put it away. No, it's, it's study time for moms and dads with their kids and getting familiar and making it come alive. And like we said earlier, just planting that seed on the inside.
0: Right. Right. But People have a tendency to buy books and put it away. This happens many a times. You just forget about it. And it is more so with good ideas. But (laughs) in your case, yeah, that's what the point is. That in your case, you stuck to the good idea. That when you found that it was getting interesting for parents to get their kids to those sessions, you then, both of you, who went through their own problems started thinking of something good, something for the future and for an area which you had never ventured before. And, you know, it is a difficult thought at that point in time. I must tell you that is very inspiring because, you see, uh, uh, Charles, you came, you were earlier on building and running nightclubs. And then all that things happened about bankruptcy and all those financial problems. And one thing that I liked about your, when I was reading about uh, details about yours, Angela, you did not mention. Oh, my husband went bankrupt, or it it was about we bankrupt uh, went bankrupt. <laughs> no, this is a very important thing. You see, every uh, in every relationships when things are nice. It's like everybody's there to take that credit. It happens in several cases. But when problems are there, people tend to put it on the other person. (laughs) And when I did not see that, you may be personally, you can always uh, have that, you know, that different fight that, listen, it was you took this wrong decision or you do. That's a different thing. Mm -hmm. But when you put up that brave face in front of the world, that also speaks about the amount of uh, commitment you have and the trust that you have on each other. Behind the back and and, 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 and within impersonal uh, uh, quarters, That's a, uh, when you have different discussions, that's a different story. So that was one part of it. Now coming to the idea part of it, you know, that people tend, you have so many ideas, big people who are actually about to start businesses, Uh, And they write so many ideas and at the end, after they just tear off the paper with 30 ideas. They never come down to implementing you. So the whole point is that what was it that you went down to, you know, actually implementing that idea and you see it's about children's book, about the format, about what would be the illustration, who will do the illustration. You know, it takes a huge amount of uh, commitment as well as Constant thinking about bringing about a product, not purely from a market point of view, but purely from a value point of view that how children will start getting that knowledge as well as their parents also will find that book useful enough for them to gain knowledge from. So I want to understand that particular uh, insight from both of you, how exactly this idea led to at least these two books out of the four book series if I understand have led to this particular day. And you are best best selling authors now. That's how I see it. Go ahead.
1: Well that was a jam-packed question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, uh, he's, getting, he's getting even with us for that first the answer I gave <laughs>
1: uh well we thank you for your compliments um, because you know we've been through a lot. I mean we were <laughs> Married, we were divorced to each other, and we remarried each other. So let's start there. (laughs) That was a lot of, and that's a whole other teaching, right? (laughs) How to make a marriage work, learning how to communicate, like you were just saying, trusting one another in their process. Like you had said before, we have special gifts and talents. He shines in one area, I shine in one area. We, when together we're, we're a team and that's how you operate moving forward. Um, but highlighting those excellent features so that you can thrive in business together. Um, I think that's one thing that you're good at is just letting me take the ball and run with it.
2: Well, that takes a lot of time. I think in a relationship, developing <laughs> the understanding of that, you know, they, they have the say options attract. These are opposites <laughs> right here. I mean, these are complete opposite sides of the spectrum. And somehow we came together, we were attracted, got Ross together. And But the great thing about that is that Angela has completely different skills and talents than I have. I'm very logical. Angela's very creative. So when we can bridge those two together, you know, we have some very successful things. Um, you've had a real estate business for going on 24 years, or ministry 16 years, multiple other things. Our daughter's a professional athlete. Um, you know, and it, like you are talking about how much it takes just to put a book together, you know, how much it takes to put a business together, all the people that you need. I mean, you think for a book, just an author, or maybe somebody posts, all the social media people, your attorneys, your accountants, you know, all these different aspects of the same thing with our daughter, you think oh, those professional athletes, you can just go do her thing. There's an entire team behind her yeah. to support her to do her thing. So you really need you know a group of people to make something successful and that was something that worked with us is being able to not get upset by the thing because they squeeze the toothpaste a different way that you do or they put the toilet paper on a different way and sometimes i think people can get so bent out of shape on those little things that they focus on the little things instead of focusing on the big things that really complement a relationship so i think just being positive you know in that aspect whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in your business as well, too, because any startup of any business is gonna take a lot of diligence, it's gonna take a lot of faith, it's gonna take a lot of you know believing in yourself, and some days are easier than other days, but I think you just have to get up each day and just pull up your boots and go to work, and you can't ever give up, and you just keep going and going, and I think that's why a lot of people don't become successful with certain things because they run into opposition when they hit that wall of opposition and they just throw their hands up in the air, And I always have taught my daughter, you know, any type of challenge that you have is just an opportunity to make yourself stronger and better. Even if you make a mistake, you know, you can learn from that mistake. Just don't make that same mistake again. So, you know, just that whole thing of diligent hard work and appreciating those people that are around you.
1: Well, and like you were saying, it's your diligence. Absolutely. But seeing it as an opportunity, seeing your, walls and your troubles as opportunities to excel, using them as stepping stones of getting to bigger and better places. But first and foremost, just, you know, praying for wisdom (laughs) for the right path, because we have so much at our disposal. I mean, social media is just so nuts. I mean, you just turn your phone on, right? You can get so easily distracted and go down a rabbit hole before you know it, half the day is gone because you're looking at TikTok, you know? Um, But even though you need to stay up on those kinds of things, you do have to have a grounding where you come back and you got to put the work in and the time in and having either mentors or uh, confidants or uh, teachers or someone that you could get some good feedback, someone that you trust, whether it's a friend or... You know, whoever that person is in your life, if it's even a group, maybe there's a group chat on Facebook or something that like minded people can, you know, learn and glean from each other. I mean, I've been through all of it, every single one of it, you know, just to be successful. I think you have to to reach for not only someone who's above you, but then also being able to be mentoring people that are just starting out as well and helping them. Because what I have found is that when you when you help people and you take on that, like, coach role, you actually learn more about yourself and the process, which makes you actually a better business person in what you're doing. So um, that's, part, that's part one. There's more. <laughs> um, right. The second part is, well, how did you get to where you are now? Um, which is a lot of the same thing. Just just keep doing it just keep doing it you you discover the right people you go to um you know industry sites you find out who's doing the best illustrated pages you hire that person you you know you work you just work it you just work your in getting your pieces into place and you know Publishing in itself and all the different mediums and what's going to be right. There's a lot of research that goes into it because our cookie cutter approach might not be the same for someone else. I mean, they might go to a traditional publisher that, you know, and that's a whole other different thing, or they could do it on their own. If they're going to self publish, they need to understand the amount of money that goes into being a self publisher and having like our ministry is our, is our publisher for the, the children's books and what that takes um did you want to add to any of that? Awesome. But all at the same time, applying the principles of tithe, save, invest, give in order to have that surplus where you can then start your business because what you don't want to do is go into debt trying to make something happen and then it doesn't happen. And that's you know, that's where a lot of people fail also is is okay. doing it, which is what you don't want to do.
0: So Okay, okay. Now talk, let's now talk about the book itself. Money Mike, uh, it it tells children about the importance of money. And then you you talk about three simple steps of how to manage it. In a nutshell, if you can tell that so that people will know what exactly this book is all about. How, what are these three steps for children uh, to manage their money? And how they are important.
1: Yes. So I'm just going to go to the page. Did you want to start? A step-by-step plan. One is giving. Yeah. Okay, so, the, yeah, three simple steps, right? So you've got your four principles, tithe, save, and best give, but then your three simple steps are like tithing or giving to your local church or to uh, your cause or whatever that is. Um, we find, which is the second book, Giving is Easy, that when you give, it opens up a supernatural response of Providing back to you, like pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing, shall men give to your bosom with the same measure you meet. It shall be back measured back onto you. Which scripture is that? Luke six thirty-eight. Luke 638. So the first principle, step one, is to give, and however you want to give to that. Did you want to answer to that?
2: Go ahead. You're me okay.
1: okay. So, and then we just talk about when you give the increase that comes right because there's a a gift that will come to that um step two is paying cash for things not overextending or going into debt right is what we had talked about and step three would be to invest you want to make sure that you're investing into others you're investing either into like we had talked about the regular things of the market um, there's natural things that govern increase and then there's supernatural things that govern increase. So, did you want to add anything to those? Mm-hmm. Those are the, basically the three simple steps.
0: Okay. okay. And when those books are going to the children, uh, how are parents learning out of it? Uh, are they really learning? So many of them are already into, you know, financial uh, field. Uh how are they understanding these things? What is their response? Just want to understand—is the education, financial education of their parents of, along with the children? Uh, how how much is it working? I'm sure it is working, but just want to understand from you people.
2: Yeah, I think the, one of the important things to understand is that to be able to share this with your kids, you don't have to know anything about finances. We've really made this as a tool for the parent to be able to connect with the kid. Like Angela said earlier, it's not about just giving the kid a book and say, go in your bedroom and read this and go to sleep. It's something for them to connect together, to read together so that the parent can then use, you know, the glossary of terms to help to educate not only their child, but themselves, and also the scriptures as well too. So we made that as a tool for the parent to basically become a teacher. One thing I always say about this is that no matter how financially experienced or knowledgeable you are through these books, these kids, you'll still learn something because that was something that I found out. And when we were teaching our 10 week financial courses that we had financial investors a couple of times that were in the classes, it was like, what's a financial investor doing in here? (laughs) What can I possibly teach a guy who that's his profession? That's his expertise. He basically manages people's wealth and he's here to learn something from me. And every single time those two people both times in two different classes had a lot of input and a lot of questions. And they both always thanked me for how much that they learned. I was just like, well, I'm glad you could teach me, but they still have breakthrough as well too. So, you know, I think that, you know, you can't ever become too prideful in anything that you do and think I'm there. I already know everything. I'm the best or whatever. You can still learn. You can still get better. Uh, But, you know, I think going back to is that, you know, It's a tool for parents to use to connect with the children, to teach them, and to learn
0: themselves. Right, right. And about the title of the book, you know, it's an interesting title, Money Mike and the Gang. How did you come to that? And, you know, uh, then you actually went for it. And and it has become a bestseller.
2: Yeah, just, you know, through... Um, just praying. I just saw these images. I had, you know, the idea, I feel like God really downloaded the entire idea onto me. And then he added these images of these characters as well too. And so one thing that we always used to hear in the teaching financial courses is that, Oh my gosh, it's so hard to invest. And it's so hard to budget. And it's blah, blah, blah. you know, everybody's saying how hard it was and that really stuck in my mind. So, you know, one thing I was trying to tell people, you got to change your mind. You got to change the way you think about things. If you think something is so hard and you can't do it, you're probably not going to be able to do it. But if you change the way you think and think that it's easy, if you just apply some of the basic principles of budgeting, it really is easy. And a lot of people look at budgeting as it's restrictive and it's not going to allow me to do these things and I can't spend my money. They look at it very negative where actually what budgeting does is that lets you see where every single dollar that you're spending, where it is going. And when you know where your money is going and you know, where you're going to be at the end of the month, it's actually very freeing. It's very liberating. So it's the exact opposite of what people think. So the reason why we wanted to call the first book money is easy was because we kept hearing money is hard. So we want to teach kids right from the beginning. Hey, money's easy. You know, it's easy to handle money. It's easy to give. It's easy to do that. So it's like we were talking about earlier, starting early. And you got to mold those minds. you got to put that knowledge in there the right way, not the wrong way. Yes.
0: And then the second book is giving is easy. So uh, what is you it? You earn pay. money and then they should also know how to give money. To, for right, give. The right
2: cost. That's correct. So you're kind of asking earlier about, you know, kind of four basic principles of handling money. First of all, just learning the basic principles of money in and of itself and handling money. Second step is giving. And then the third step is saving. And then the last one is to stay out of debt, you know, how to handle your money. So, you know, I, I had these images of each character. So, Money Mike was the money tree. You know, I used to always hear the thing, you know, you ask your parents, hey, you can I have some money for this. What do you think? Money grows on trees? I'm like, hey, yeah, money does grow on trees with Money Mike, you know, the exact opposite. And then for giving grace, she's a present. And, you know, Anybody can receive a present, whether it's a Christmas present or whatever. And that's about giving. Somebody has to give you that present. And kids really need to be how to taught how to give. I mean, any child, you know, yeah. no matter how young they may be, you can even see toddlers or babies that can't even talk yet hardly. But when they have something that's do- doors and somebody wants to take it away, it's mine, mine, mine. You know, they don't have to be taught. They don't want to give it up. So you have to be taught how to give. Your people already know how to hold on to and just keep it to myself, but they have to be able to taught how to give. So we teach some basic principles of how to give your money, but just not giving you money, how to give your time. We even have some illustrations on how to give blood, you know, how to give as far as helping people. And then saving Sam is then the pig. He's the piggy bank that you can see through. And Saving Sam teaches you how to save like emergency savings, how to save uh, for short-term investments, long-term investments. So it's a whole, uh, You know, basically um, a principle as far as not only just saving in itself, but the different uh, categories that you need to save in as well, too. And then the last one is after you learn how to handle your money, how to give your money, how to save your money. Next one is how to stay out of debt. And for us, you know, when we're in the nightclub business, even though we're making a lot of money, we went into tremendous debt because you just think the money really doesn't end. And you can leverage it and you can finance it. And that's one of the quickest ways to get in trouble, uh, especially if you're if you're d- using credit to buy things that are not an asset, you know, clothes, TVs, that type of stuff. If you're leveraged to do that, you're probably going to get in trouble, especially if they're on credit cards. I mean, credit cards nowadays, 25, 30%, you know? So it's just a, it's a no-win game for that. So each character and with, with the last one, stay out of debt, we have a loan shark. That was the image. So the shark is like, Trying to attack the kids, trying to convince them to get out of debt. So he's like the yeah, bad guy yeah. of that as well, too. So
0: Right, right. Very interesting. How do how can people get to uh, get this book? Can they buy online?
2: Amazon.
1: Uh, <laughs> Where else? <laughs> Amazon. They,
2: they can also go to our website, Toddworldwide.org. And then that has uh, the, the different descriptions of Money Mike. You can then click from there and go to the Money Mike and the Gang website. If, you know, Pretty much everything that we have is on our ToddWorldwide.org website. Now, all else fails, just like most people used to go on Amazon and just type in money is easy and it will pop right up.
0: Okay. And, and how do people connect with you if, if for business or for, uh, for any other purpose to learn or to maybe some sort of collaboration? How do they do that?
2: Yeah, through our website, ToddWorldwide.org, they can, uh, we have a contact us, and they can ask us questions, comments, whatever they may be, and we'll respond through that.
0: Great, great. It's nice talking to uh, you both, Angela and Charles, because uh, I really like the thought about, you know, putting those ideas, really understand child psychology, how, and you have really made money simple, where money is not you know, money is not a, a hard thing to understand where money is easy to understand. And also being, uh, having gratitude uh, for the things that you have got in life. So giving should also be easy. And that's why you have named it as giving is easy. That's that's uh, with these words, you know, with this thought in my mind, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us, AJ. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thank you.